Dungeons and Drimbus is rated R for rude language, rough violence, and raunchy humor. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I do declare here's what happened previously on Dungeons and Dreamers. After successfully escaping the horror at Hardy's Healing Temple, the Mogbiles continue north. After a scary dream, Gary awakens to his condition worsened. And as they travel, they run into an orc harassing a goblin. Gary dispatches the orc and comes to meet the goblin as Strunk, part of a small community who were recently attacked by a similar abomination. He agrees to travel together and see if he can help recover their lost member, Barnabas, as they head on toward Ogle's Fort. I do declare, Your Honor is back in session. True to Strong's word, it's about a day's ride to Oglesfort. Or, well, it's not quite Oglesfort. You are at their temporary encampment. As you arrive, you are reaching the higher elevations of Mount Heartland. It's not, like, super noticeable, but you can tell the air is starting to get a little thinner up here. Sometimes you are on, like, these narrow trails, and you can see these vast swaths of forest out around you. And then you enter kind of more mountainous regions. Sometimes you have to, like, curve around a mountain top. But you continue to head on this very long trail. And eventually you come to this place that it has a... It looks like very, very old stone ruins. Like, you can't even make out what shape they would have been once upon a time. You just see kind of like the remnants of the base of a wall or like some flooring, that sort of thing. And camped out around here, you see a number of tents that have been pitched. They're true, like roughing it tents they are animal hides over sticks there's a couple of campfires going you can tell that this is a very makeshift you know kind of recent development but it also looks lived in enough that you can tell they've been here for a couple of days and as you arrive you see strong wild shapes back into his goblin form hail friends i've returned i bring a family the globamaze and he gestures to all of you and you see, gathered around the campfire, are nothing but goblins. You see a goblin woman, presumably, in a fluffy coat and boots, 
uh, with two little kids that seem to be in these like stuffed furry onesies. And then gathered around a different tent, you see three goblins. They're all kind of like a little bit more yellow in their skin tint, like a limish green. You see one has a purple tuft of hair up top. The other is very recognizable by their uh, hexagonal glasses. And then one has a very long goatee. They all seem uh, relatively young. Uh, and they all turn to face you. Um... Gary sheepishly waves a clawed hand at everybody. <laughs> Hi there. And uh, you see the woman in the fluffy coat and boots kind of comes up to you and she goes, Hi, my name's Becca. Uh, welcome. Uh, Strong, how'd it go? You bring anything? Oh my God, is that a... <gasps> oh, you got us a whole venison? That's going to feed us for at least a couple of days. Thank you so much. Don't worry about it. I'm, I'm going to get to preparing it. I'm honestly rather famished. This is uh, Ray, Jeremiah, and Angelina. Ray saved my life from a raider, so please offer them any hospitalities you can. And uh, Ray, I'll get to work on some food for all of you. Oh. Oh, thank you very much. And he does prayer hands, clawed prayer hands, and and, uh, bows his head a little. (laughs) (laughs) She goes, all right, well... Ray, what do you what what brings you? Hi, I'm Becca. I'm Ray G. Globamy. Yeah. Oh, let me help. Oh my God, is this Jeremiah? Yeah. And she grabs Jeremiah and kind of dismounts him off the horse. And she goes, "You are just so cute." And oh my God, Ray, how did you land such a beautiful wife? Uh, here, can I give you a hand, Angelina? And she goes, "Oh my God, Ray." You better be careful. <laughs> oh, stop it, you. Anyways, welcome. Um, can I offer you guys anything? You, you need anything? Uh, I think we're hungry. And place to sleep. All right, well, um, I'm sure we can set up an extra tent for you somewhere around here. And, uh, well, you know, we got a strunk over there. He's getting to work on the food. So uh, please make yourself at home. Um. Over there, that's a Yimik, Yasika, and Yorick. You can uh, you can go by, say hi to them. I think they're in the middle of a little bit of a card game or something like that. So, uh, yeah. Um, I'm just, I'll be over here. Those are my kids, by the way. That's Silas and Solera. Silas! And you see uh, one of the little goblins waves at you. And she goes, Solera! And Solera waves at you, too. And she goes, all right, so we'll just be over there. Um, you're thirsty? You need some water? We got a couple of water skins. What did you say your name was again? Becca. Becca. Are you in charge here? I mean, no one's really in charge. We're, we're just kind of what's left of the village here. You see, we used to... Oh, my God. And uh, she puts, like, a, a hand to her forehead, like the back of her hand, and wipes away some sweat. And she goes, I don't know how much Strong told you, but we ran into a crazy monster. We used to live over in Oglesfort. It's uh, not far from here. It's uh, And we, we're a little textile town. I mean, I'm, I'm one of the lead seamstresses. You know, I used to work really closely with a... Well, we had a, I should say have, I don't know yet, but anyways, there's this guy named Barnabas, and he's a really good at tailor, and I worked with him, and you know, we kind of made our living out here. You know how it is for Goblin. I mean, you know, our town has always been open to anyone, and we let people in. We've had people come here and through and all of that, but really, um, 
Sometimes the bigger cities, it's a little rough for us goblins, you know. So, uh, we just decided to kind of live together here. You know, we have a little bit of an understanding. And uh, our main export are, of course, our, our really fine clothing. Uh, Barnabas is pretty famous for that. And, uh, yeah, I guess uh, ever since this monster showed up, he kind of destroyed our town. And, well, now we're living up here and uh, just until it leaves, I guess. Or until we can get Barnabas out and figure out where we want to go next. Strong tells me. Uh, you think he's still alive? We don't know. Honestly, it's been putting a lot of stress on us because... After I saw what that thing did, I mean, it destroyed a bunch of our structures, too. I I don't know if that was exactly its fault, but a little fire broke out and kind of... Most of what we had there, I mean, I don't think there's really anything left for us there. But the last place we saw Barnabas was a, uh... Well, he was in his workshop still. He was hiding, and we were trying to get to him, but we couldn't. And the, that building actually collapsed. Uh, in the fire and we don't know if he's alive or dead but just between you and me Ray I I feel like he's dead you know it's been a couple of days uh, we've tr we've been trying to keep eyes on the place we haven't seen any movement we haven't seen him leave and if he's still in there then he's stuck and he can't get out and there's that big creature you know it's just sitting there and so I don't I don't even know how we could get him out even if he was alive you know without we already lost Strunk's siblings and Rector and Tata. And I don't even, I, I don't really know how we could get him out without just risking more of us, you know? And there's only, there ain't that many of us to begin with. I can go look. Oh, right. I wouldn't want you putting yourself in harm's way. Maybe I am... I am a aspiring, don't laugh, I am an aspiring wizard. Really? Maybe I can find a spell to help him. Sure, yeah. Oh my god, I didn't know you were a wizard. Why would I laugh at that? Because I look like this and I... I'm not very knowledgeable in magic. Well, we all gotta start somewhere, Ray, huh? So, after I've, maybe, after I rest, or should I go now? Oh, please, please relax. You gotta have some food. It, uh, it might be better to go, ooh, I don't know, nighttime or daylight. Okay. I'll leave that up to you. <laughs> I don't want your blood on my hands. No. Don't get my blood anywhere. I don't think it's safe. Wow, that's uh, that's kind of dark. Well, I am not a normal goblin, you see. I'm sick. Can I offer you anything? I just need someone that can cure this problem. Hmm. I don't think we have anyone like that here, but... You know, anything we can offer you, offer you to help, we'd love to give you. Um, have you tried any, like, healing temples? You know, that sort of thing. 
I know there's one a uh, it's a couple of days back. Uh, Hardy's Healing Temple. We've uh, they've helped us out from time to time. I tried, and your monster showed up there too. What? Oh, you're kidding me. And I think they ended up like the others. Oh, jeez. What is going on in the world? I am looking for a shaman. Also, can you do what Strunk does? I cannot. I'm, I'm assuming you're referring to the wild shape, huh? The bird. Yeah, no, that was uh, his and his siblings' uh, specialty. I need to learn to do that. Maybe, uh, maybe Strong can teach you. Okay. I'm going to figure out a plan for Bahamas. All right. Well, thank you. We really appreciate that. In the meantime, why don't you relax and, um, I'll tell, uh, Hey, Yemek, Yassica, Yorick. Could you guys get a little a, a little yurt set up for the um, Globamies here, please? Uh, and you see the three other goblins kind of get up. Uh, they're in the middle of a conversation, and they they go, "Yay, yeah, we'll set something up now," <laughs> and <laughs> begin trying to erect a little tent for your family. Gary, with the clawed hand, pushes his glasses up <laughs> and waves at them. <laughs> they wave back, and he will hobble to uh, his family's tent. Yeah, it, it takes them a few minutes to set it up, but uh, they do so, and Calvin lays down with Grizabeth. Grizabeth thanks him and goes, oh, thank you so much. And you see uh, Yasika, who you have gathered, is the one with the hexagonal glasses, goes, oh, don't even mention it. Yimik, Yorick, and Yasika all introduce themselves to you very quickly, but they kind of leave you to your thing. They can tell that you've had a long day. And eventually, Hellman comes over with um, a couple of bowls of venison stew. For you and your family and he goes yeah i gave you all the the largest servings i figured i figured you could use it and i kind of owed it to you so please eat up thank you strong of course have you given my uh proposition any thought i want to do it daddy yes like can can i go play with the other kids oh Okay. Yay! Uh, and he grabs his action figures. But mom will come get you for bedtime. Yeah, Cal, go. Uh, yeah, uh, Jer. Jay. Yeah, Jay. <laughs> go, uh, go have fun. And he goes, okay. And he grabs all his action figures and he runs across to one of the other tents. And you see he sits down with the other kids and you hear them going, Hi, I'm Silas. Hi, I'm Solara. Hi, I'm Jeremiah. Uh, do you want to see my toys? Yeah, I'll see toys. Oh my god, that's so cool. Is that Jeremiah? Yes, Jeremiah. That's like my name. <laughs> and Hellman looks at you and he goes, Listen, Ray, I wouldn't blame you if you didn't want to do it. You have a family. I know those come first. Yeah. And that's why we have to get yours out of there. Thank you. Some think he is still among us. I certainly hope so. So what's the plan then? When should we head out? Well, are you coming with me? I would like to. I don't know how much hope I can be, but 
I don't want to send you in there alone. I would just like to do what you do, but I understand that's probably too advanced for me. Perhaps if we can find some way to spend time together, maybe I can teach you. My plan right now, as you know, I think I, uh, I can't remember if I told you I'm just a aspiring wizard. Yes. I'm trying to find a spell that can help us. Help you what? When we find Bahamas, we Wait, Ray, can... Ray, did, did you just call them Bahamas? What? Like the fantasy island? What is his name? Barnabas. Bananas. When we find bananas. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> if I can make an arcane gate to escape, that way the only hard part is getting in. Okay. And Gary takes out his conjuration books. In here, I know. It's here somewhere, and he's like flipping through the book looking for Arcane Gate. Do you have any six-level spell slots? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, here's what I'll let you do. Roll a difficult arcana check for me. Ten. Okay, you flip through the books, and you find Ostrogon's Arcane Gate. He gives you pretty good instructions on casting and how it works, and you spend a couple of hours studying it, and you keep trying to cast it, and you get the runes on the ground, you see the gate, but you can't quite get it to open reliably. <sighs> At least not yet, if you feel like you need some more time to, to study it. <sighs> Strong. I. I have spells here, but I'm... I'm not good enough. You are enough, Ray. <laughs> My wife has these potions. They come from a wizard, but I don't know what they do. Well, what do you propose then? Okay. Grizabeth. <clears throat> yeah, Ray. I mean, I have a grizzly throat, Angelina. Um, <clears throat> uh, you choose which potion and I'll take one and you take the other I don't know what they do but I know they're useful wait so, so you want me to take one and you take another yes now don't drink I just need I'm going to help strong here find a friend I don't know that's making me kind of nervous wouldn't you just like to choose one um, I just, I, I couldn't live with myself if something happened to you because I gave you the wrong potion. It's okay. He can fly. <laughs> Here, I'll take the green one. Alright, Gary. Uh, Ray. Thank you. The hardest part is getting in undetected. Right. They said he's in his workplace. Yes. These are old ruins. The way it's set up is there is a central building. That's where his workshop is. There's an outer perimeter wall. 
imagine four turrets, you know, like a, a square. Uh, they have since fallen many, many years ago. And there are actually a number of holes in the walls that we could potentially climb over or sneak into. The beast is at the, uh, the castle's main entrance. And the main workshop, that primary building, is right in the middle. So pretty much right behind the creature. We're going to need you to fly us in and out. All right. I can do it. And you see he starts breathing, like, really heavily, and then he clutches the fur coat that he's wearing around his neck, and he goes, Hi. I can do that. Are you cold? No, I just... My siblings, they... Their bodies are still there. It's, it's why I haven't had the courage to go back on, on my own. But we have to do it. You're, you're risking so much by helping us. I, I, I will pull through, I promise. Okay. Did the orc hurt you? No, I'm okay. This potion is for just in case. All right. Because I don't know what it does. So it's like a Hail Mary. Very well. Okay. Angelina. Yeah? Take this. And he hands her the rubber pen and paper. Got it. You see, as you pull it out, there's a poop emoji on it. Did you do this? I did not, Ray. Okay. I think it was them. And uh, he's going to erase it with the rubber pencil. Okay. Okay. I'll have one here. That way we can stay in touch. Okay. Are you ready to go strong? You want to go out now? Do you feel ready? No, but I don't suppose I'll be any more ready tomorrow. Perhaps going under the cover of night would be wise. Yes, I'll be there. Let me say goodbye to my wife. All right. Uh, he walks away from the tent and goes to have his bowl of stew. There. Some days I long for my better half, but I know she isn't coming. This, this, this is the halftime ad with Nikki B. Oh, God. What are you doing here? Didn't you hear? The halftime zone is falling. It's all over. These books keep coming to life. They're dangerous, roguish, and very, very crafty. Save yourself! They're coming! Here, hide inside the sand while I fight them off. Go! Tyronicus, you stand in the rubble of a small town. You are surrounded by just crushed buildings. You see remnants of ash and ice and other elemental destruction. You stand with Lucky as you've both been sent to investigate the destruction of this small town. What do you do? I'm just going to look around like, what the hell happened here? Not quite sure, lad. They said they saw some sort of massive beast blow through here. 
I've never seen anything that leaves wreckage like this. Any ideas? Hmm. Not that I can see, but, um... Uh, can I roll investigation? You can roll investigation. 18. With an 18, again, you see all the various, like, blasts of elemental destruction, and you gather that whatever being this is has to possess a vast and wide array of magical knowledge. However, you also begin to find around the town, particularly around certain points where battles seem to have been held, amongst the corpses, you find scraps of leather. I don't know what did this, but whatever it is, I have a lot of leather, and I'm going to go and pick one up. Yeah, you pick it up, and it just looks like it has this beautiful, like, dark brown, almost like walnut tint to it. It feels durable as you hold it in your hands, and you bring it to your nose. You take in a whiff. Oh, that smells like good leather. And you can tell that wherever this came from, it was handcrafted with attention to detail. I have never felt leather like this in my life. Whoever made this is a craftsman. We're on the job. Don't get too excited now. Uh, uh, You know what I mean. Right, right. Whoever or whatever this is has to have known more spells than I can count. What's it? Hold up. Toronicus, what's this? And he holds up this kind of... You're not quite sure what kind of material it is, but to the modern eye, you would recognize it as a huge sheet of kind of protective plastic that you could slide something into. And Tyrannicus, while it is massive, you recognize it to be something that could potentially hold spell cards for a skilled wizard or sorcerer. I think these are slots that you can put spell cards into. This would be really convenient for a wizard. Not that I actually use a book, but if I did, this would be pretty nice. So we've got spell cards, leather? Do you think it was some sort of giant wizard or something? A giant No, that's ridiculous. Well, why would you need a book this big? That's a good question. Unless... No, no, that's crazy. No, what's on your mind? No, it it really is silly. It couldn't be a a giant spell book, right? A giant... A moving spell book? It was silly. Just forget I said it. No, I mean, in our line of business, nothing is impossible. I, I guess we can't rule it out, but we have to figure out where it went. Hard to tell. What's it? Tarnicus, you seeing this? And Lucky goes over to some of the rubble. He lifts up some of the ashen uh, remnants, and he pulls out a giant sheet of paper. And he squints, he says, hold up. And he tries to like wipe the ash off the white paper to reveal what was written on it. Tyronicus, roll an investigation check to see if you can make out the bits of ink that you can read off of the paper that is under the ash and soot. 19. Okay, yeah, you read it with no problem. Between the black ink and the black ash, you can kind of make out enough shapes to see that it says etsy.com slash shop slash the crafty rogue shop. Hmm. Whoever made this must have been pretty crafty. What is the crafty rogue shop? The crafty what? What does it say? I, I can't quite make it out. It says... Etsy.com slash shop slash the crafty rogue shop. Do you think that's like an address? Yeah, but what would it be an address too? I've never seen anything like it. I don't know, but whatever it is, it might be our next place to go. 
Wait, there's something underneath it. Yeah, and you begin to scrape away a little bit more of the ash, and underneath you see, you can't quite make sense of it. Perhaps it's a riddle of some sort, but it says, Code Drimbus, 10% off. 10% off, huh? If it is some kind of shop, 10% off sounds like a really good deal. It would be a great deal off of incredibly powerful spellbooks, apparently. These things, they're too finely crafted. The leather too exquisite. Their power too great. We can't let it fall into the wrong hands. And we won't. with my life! For so long as my patrons stand by me, I am Nikki B! The Unbreakable. Thank you, Jerry Benetados, Queso Loco, Victoria Madrid, Greta Benet, Alejandro Lopez, Ace Andrews, Thomas Murphy, Emrys Craig, Regina Russell, Morgan Holly, Salty, Adrian Bundy, Sam Olivos, Jordan Cobb, The Unnamed Rogue, John Gillette, Chloe G, Con Air on DVD, NB Star, Stevie B Keys, Doubtful Guest, Michael Richters, Davis Walden, Denny Dewdrop, Myth Mouse, Will Woodwall, Callie Wolf, Brandon M. Bishop, Bridge, Punky Goat, and Twiglets. No go. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, it is your friendly neighborhood GM, John Carlo Herrera here, and today I wanted to tell you about an awesome show called Looters. It is an actual play podcast where a hilarious cast of friends go on dramatic, action-packed, sci-fi western adventures in a universe full of different factions vying for control over the Outer Rims. I love a good sci-fi western mix, the cast is so much fun to listen to, and it's played on the Stars Without Number game system, which is really fun to hear in audio. I really think listeners of Drimbus would enjoy it, so please check out this trailer, and if it intrigues you, go check them out at looterspodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Alright, enjoy. Hey, we're the Looters. Hey, what's up? Looters is a sci-fi western actual play podcast using the Stars Without Number system. We're a group of friends getting into trouble all over the universe. So come with us if you're into adventure. A rocket flies out of one of these ships far behind you and crashes into the wall and blows up. There's rockets? It's Mario Kart. Crazy. Intrigue. 
Can I hack into the body and maybe see if they have like a memory data bank in their brain or some shit like that that I can access? That'll literally. <laughs> Devastating physical injury. <laughs> Just uh, take cover. Okay. She's a good pilot, everyone. Very good. Very good. She's very good. And, and friendship. friendship. New episodes of Looters out every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. It's not that I'm worried, Angelina, but these are strangers. But because we are also goblins, I think we'll be fine and I trust them. But my father came from me. A group like this. Have I ever told you about my father? Not much, Gary. You've never really wanted to talk about it. My dad was in a camp of goblins. But they were more aggressive. That's my only concern. But uh, these seem like nice goblins. But uh, Your father grew up in a different time, Geary. Well, times are changing. And maybe, maybe things are going backwards. Hmm. But we are goblins. So we should be fine. But be careful. That's why you have the potion in the paper. All right, Gary. All right, Ray. She puts a hand on your cheek and she says, We're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. I have to believe that. He nods. He's like, I'll be back. All right. I'll see you soon, mister. And she gives you a kiss. Uh, he kisses back. And he walks out to meet Strunk. All right, Strunk is there. And he says, Well, everything in order. Oh, where is my horse? Uh, she's right there. Uh, you have Meg hitched up, like, right outside your... Oh. Okay. Do you want to ride, or perhaps we should just... No. Uh... Too much noise. Right. He uses the not-clawed hand. Yeah. See you later. And he pets the horse. And at this point, Calvin comes uh, running up to you, and he goes, Daddy, do you, do you know how to play Go Fish? They were just teaching me how to play Go Fish. Ah. <sighs> Yes, I I know. Are you going somewhere? Yeah. Okay. We'll be back. Okay. Um, when you get back, uh, do you want to play Go Fish with me and with Silas and with Solara and with Yimik and with Yorick and with Jessica? If there is time, yes. Okay. I will play with you. Okay. Okay. I'll be back soon. Bye, Dad. I love you. Can I? Have a hug. He hugs you. Okay, he hugs back. And, uh... Bye-bye. And he... <laughs> he, with the clawed hands. <laughs> yeah. As you're waving, you see a strong shape shifts and then grabs you with his talons by the shoulders and <laughs> begins flying with you. 
<laughs> it's not a terribly long flight. Uh, you get the feeling that most of the time you would have spent traveling here would be like vertical travel, like going down the mountain and then out. But eventually you fly over Ogle's Fort and he points it out to you and goes, there it is. And you guys are really high up to give you like a nice wide berth so that you guys don't wake up the thing. But you see what are old castle ruins. So there is a square wall of like traditional castle walls. The northwestern turret, so that corner, has been completely just like destroyed and like is just a missing chunk of wall. All of them are like wrecked, but most of them are still standing. Then along the eastern wall, there are two spots that have collapsed, kind of potentially allowing you to walk through. The southern wall has the entrance, like in the middle of it, and then the southwestern turret is still standing, but it has like collapsed and you see like brick and wood and rubble all spilling out into the main castle-like area. And then in the center of it all, you see another stone building, which also seems to have kind of collapsed in on itself. You see a lot of burnt wood and stone and rubble. And as you fly over, Strunk lets you know, goes, all right, so if Barnabas is anywhere, he's on the first floor of that main center building. I could potentially drop you up on top and you can try to work your way down and in. However, as you'll see, and then he flies over the entrance to the castle area you see just sitting in the center of it that same creature that you saw at the healing temple it is black and hunched over almost unnatural and it is sitting with its legs crossed and its hands splayed just like motionless perfectly still and it is just sitting there waiting you're going to be in relatively tight quarters i could probably drop you down relatively quietly but I'm worried about you making noise on your way in. Is there anything I can do to help? I guess let's start with the north wall, because that's the furthest from the beast. Okay. Godspeed, Ray. He does another, like, a little turnaround. He does a circuit, and then slowly starts to descend in altitude. And you feel him, like, almost shake a little bit as he comes closer to ground level near the abomination. And he drops you at this entrance, and he goes, All right, I'll be flying overhead. Is there anything you think I should be doing to give you the best chance to succeed? At the moment, it seems to be perfectly still. Yes, Keeper Birds, I view. And if you see the monster move towards me, make eagle noises. Very well. When I have, or if I, if I find him, I need a signal so you can come down to get me. Hmm. You said you're a wizard, right? Is there anything you can cast? A light or something? I am afraid to make too much noise, but... Maybe you can see a mage hand. Sure, yes. Just wave and I'll pick you up. Yeah. All right. Good luck. You too. And he takes off.
This has been Your Honor. Your Honor features the vocal talents of Nicholas Benetados as Gary Mogbile. The rest of the world is voiced by your DM, Giancarlo Herrera. This episode was edited and sound designed by Giancarlo Herrera. If you'd like to support the show, consider checking out the links in the show notes, or go to patreon.com slash drimbus. Our patrons get access to exclusive perks like our after-the-show show after the drimbus, free exclusive merch, bonus series, and the chance to create items for the show or have NPCs named after you. Oh, and don't forget to tweet using hashtag Drimbus to be entered to win a free Dungeons & Drimbus sticker. Thank you so much for listening, and I do declare, I'll see you all next week. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. What's this all about? What about nightmares? We need to leave. What are you doing? They can't tear out your soul anymore, Stuart. Ominous Thrill, a new audio fiction anthology. I've done horrible things. Tell them what you did. I, I didn't do anything. Tell me. No! Character-driven tales of obsession. I'm no psycho. Banging on my door and streaming it on the internet. Revenge. Don't mind if I sit here and watch lights go out, do you? The unexplained. Don't leave me out here. We can't help her? <laughs> We're leaving. We're gonna die. No! I need the light. You want me to fall down the stairs? No. I want to push you. I love you so fucking much. Ominous thrill. Available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere. Flesh splits open. Oh, yes. Thrill you later.